0: Welcome back to D Souls Productions LLC Legacy. Let's get it. D Souls Productions LLC Legacy. Men, remember when you carried yourself as a king? Women. Remember when you carried yourself as a queen? And we were here to build a strong foundation, not only for ourselves, but for our families and the generations coming up after us. But now we're putting all of our time and energy and while we're not getting along with one another. And we're not taking the time to put more focus into the important element of rebuilding family structure. So come on this journey with me, with DeSouls Productions, LLC, and let's build a legacy. Welcome to D Souls Productions LLC Legacy and we have a great episode for you today and we'll be right back after this short break.
1: Name to D Souls Productions LLC Legacy. You won't be the same after this.
0: DeSouls Productions LLC Legacy March eleventh, two thousand eighteen. And this is D Win, and here we are on Hump Day. We're continuing to move throughout the week and continuing to make progress. I hope you are continuing to make progress just as well. You must fight every day to make it happen for yourself. You owe it to yourself, your family, and a generation is coming up after you. Now, today's episode I think there are some things that need to be addressed. And just talking to people in the last couple of days And it's something that I noticed and I really didn't want to go there. But I think it's time that I go in. And a lot of people need to have a understanding of where I'm coming from within me doing this podcast thing. I'm gonna call this one Gazelle turned into a lion see I don't want people to get it twisted I'm not just on here talking shit just to be talking shit or just talking in regards to things off the top of my head out of nowhere I'm making sure that I'm talking about situations and issues that I pretty much have went through myself now back in 2014. Okay. Over four years ago, and I kind of mentioned this in other podcasts. I went through a time, a period. which I call my transitional period. When I was once a gazelle, and there are a lot of us out here who are still gazelles. Now you notice when you look at the gazelles in Africa, they're running around Now, they are a species of animals that they're not on top of the food chain in Africa, right? And they're cute and they're they're pretty little animals, especially when they're first born. But because they are not at the top of the food chain, they are running around. Doing what they do But they have to be Very aware Of their Surroundings Now just to go back Just like I was And a lot of us I notice are Still gazelles Right Because we go through life And Even though we Claim We are aware of our surroundings and we claim that, uh, we are doing the necessary things to survive. See, the difference between the gazelles in Africa and people who are acting like gazelles see the natural way of things see the gazelles understand that it's about survival. And I was once at this period myself, okay. I was a gazelle once and I was going through life and I had people telling me that I need to do this and I need to do that. And I was pretty much, you know, just going along to get along. But I experience some things on my own that allow me to, may I say, wake the fuck up. See, I kind of mentioned this in another podcast. I was doing, I don't remember which one it was, but I'm going to use my health conditions that I've been through as the perfect example 'Cause it was really the thing that really got me over the top. That's why I'm so thankful to, to, to today. Because I was in a situation where I felt or people were making me feel like I was being stubborn and and really I did another podcast on this, they were showing their loyalty to the system. So they pretty much talked me into being loyal to the system. Be a little gazelle. You have to be a a gazelle. You have to listen. So I was going through a lot of ailments and sickness because I was stressing myself out, worrying about home, worrying about work, worrying about my relationship. I was just overdoing it, killing myself putting myself at a high level of worry. I was that little gazelle running running around. So I found myself destroying myself from within. And I ended up in the hospital myself. I ended up in the hospital twice. In 2014, and then again in 2016, if I'm not mistaken. Now, the first time I went in, I was on a simple regiment of, you know, still indulging in life and thinking that exercise was, was going to do everything necessary to help me to be healthy. But I soon fi- found out, <laughs> That wasn't enough. And the second scenario and the first scenario were pretty much the same. Now I took my little gazelle ass into the hospital and I went through the same old bullshit of going through the process of going into the hospital and having doctors look at me. And it was a real messed up situation. Now, the first time I was in the hospital and you know, I was already on some type time where I didn't really care for hospitals, doctors, physicians, MDs, whatever you want to call them. I was already feeling some type way when it came to the healthcare system, but I was getting so sick. I said to myself, well, Maybe I'm being a little bit too, too stubborn. Let me do what I have to do. So I took my ass into the hospital and they started to pump me up on these different medications. Hydrochlorothiazide, uh, Lincipril, Lisinopril, I'm sorry. Blood pressure medications, uh, slash, uh, Heart condition medications. I took it intravenously and orally. And the first time I went in, I was kind of nonchalant about it, not really taking as serious as I needed to. And they ran all the tests on me, and you know that you know and the thing about the hospital, especially nowadays. <laughs> You know, they put you in the ER. Like if I, the first time I went in, and you know when they check your vitals, it's really a big scam. They check your vitals, and and as we talked about yesterday with the blood pressure, the scam that is, and the cholesterol. And the first time I went into the hospital, that was a, the main two things they were looking at with me, on top of my heart and my kidneys, right? So they put me in there. And when you go through the emergency room and as soon as they see your blood pressure is through the roof, they submit you, but see, you, you, you have to understand that you have a, you have a choice at that point. So no, 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 you ain't got to submit me. Just, you know, you have a choice to say, give me, give me a uh, prescription medication. I'll go see my doctor. But we fall right into the trap and allow them to submit you because They make you feel as if, oh, there's something seriously wrong with you and you need to be submitted, but it's a big scam just to put you in the hospital for a minimum, depends on your medical insurance. Now I have great medical insurance uh, considering who I work for. So my minimum is like five days. But that's another episode, that's another podcast I'm not going to get into uh, Big Pharma and the healthcare system That's a whole other topic But I just wanted to throw that in there But they put me in there and here I am in the hospital And all they was doing was just pumping me with a bunch of prescription medication And taking blood and Running all these tests And basically just running up the bill Not solving any problems And my little gazelle ass In there all frustrated and upset And everything else Kept asking myself What's, what's wrong with me why, why can't I get it together But there were some clues that I picked up on Being in a hospital The first time And the second time, now the first time, um, how they do, you know, and I I will get into this when I do the episode on it, you know, they, you know, they, they have doctors that come in and see you and they also are training, uh, younger doctors in the process. They, they think they take them through what they call hands-on experience and they allow the younger, uh, doctors that are coming up to work with you and they check your vitals. They do the simple stuff, you know, they're trying to get them trained up. But I will never forget what two doctors said to me. I don't remember their names, but that's the one thing I I really don't like either. They have all these different doctors coming in uh, for one person and you hear like three or four different situations and issues in regards to who you are, (laughs) what you are going through. And one doctor came in and he sat down in a chair and you know, after I had all these tests and everything run on me, he was going through my paperwork, and he says to me, "Wow, you know, uh, you know, uh, considering all the things that you have going on with you, um, these type of issues, a person really doesn't last no more than two years." Now, mind you, even before I was aware that I had anything really wrong with me. Um, I was pretty much going through it for almost 10 years. And he said that shit to me, right? And he got me upset. I'm not gonna lie. It got me really upset for a doctor to say that to me. But on the end of that, he said, "Oh, well, you know, you don't worry about that. Just make sure you keep taking your medications. I was like, yes, yes, upset and everything. Yes, and my little gazelle ass. Yes, yes, (laughs) sir, I'll make sure I take my medicine. I don't know what I was thinking. Then I had another doctor. I'm sorry, I don't remember their names. I wouldn't call them out anyway, even if I did know them. But she was from Africa. And I'm not gonna lie to you, she was freaking gorgeous. And even though she saw what was going on with me, she said something to me that triggered my brain a little bit. She looked at my paperwork and she breathed. She said, and she had other trainees in there with her and they walked out before her and she put her hand on my leg and she said, do you have any hobbies? I said, yeah, you know, it's a couple things that I do. You know, I make clothes and I, I do music. And she said, you know what? You need to really start putting your focus into your activities. And stop stressing so much. It was almost like she was throwing me a hint when I heard her say that. Because it really triggered something in my mind. And that was the beginning for me. Okay. When I start taking myself out of gazelle mode. Now, this is something that that I'm seeing because I've been through it myself. A lot of us are in gazelle mode, right? And let me let me dig a little bit deep deeper into this so you'll understand where I'm coming from with this and I've actually heard someone else say this it made me laugh when I heard him say it and he said you know we need to stop being some gazelle ass people in this world and you have your gazelles and you have your lions or you have animals that are higher up on the food chain and the gazelle is running around being all pretty and doing this thing and even that little Baby gazelle Right Will come out of You know The womb of A female gazelle That gives birth to it And a little gazelle um, Will get to that point It it can be protected But so long And it'll stagger over You know To the uh, You know The river To get a drink of water And sometimes You know, it, you know it, you, You'll see that on TV And You know, the little gazelle will go over to the, you know, the river to get a little drink of water. And everybody's looking at the footage like on Discovery Channel or something. And we'll be like, oh, it's so pretty. Look at the little gazelle. You know, the gazelle does that type of thing. And it runs around and they show the gazelle, you know, because part of them running around and being active is part of their survival. Just like we do as humans. If you really think about it, when we're in this certain type of mindset right but then is there it's that, that faithful day when uh, little gazelle probably no more than a month old you know probably just starting to learn how to walk I don't know how long it takes them to get to the point where they learn how to walk I think it's pretty quick but they'll go over to the river and get a little drink of water and out of nowhere that you know alligator or crocodile or Lion or cheetah come over <laughs> Survival of the fittest bitch There's no mercy <laughs> in that regard okay Because that gazelle is in Africa Alright And it's about survival Nobody cares how cute you are And how special you look Your ass can be devoured, okay? It's survival of the fittest out this bitch. And this is what I'm noticing with a lot of people. And I had to learn this for myself. I learned if I don't get my head out of my ass and start doing things better for myself and take initiative for myself and take more responsibility for myself which i learned when i was in the hospital those two times and those doctors wasn't doing shit for me but pumping me up with, with a bunch of prescription medications and taking me through the cycle not curing shit now i'm um, in no way shape or form are i on these podcasts or on the internet, anywhere, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or anywhere, forcing anything down anybody's throat. But when you talk to me about this issues that we are having, I'm gonna give you the truth based off of my own experience. And some of us, we don't wanna turn into the lions and the lioness that we need to turn into. We rather stay like some little soft, pussy-ass gazelles. And that's okay, right? But don't put yourself in a position where you're like kinda calling me out on some shit. Well, I'm talking about truth based off my own experience. Because when I took myself out of this system And took initiative for myself And start taking better care of myself With a plant-based diet Exercise I was just doing exercise before That wasn't enough And then people have the fucking audacity To talk to me like I'm just talking out of my ass Off the top of my head I'm talking to people Based off my own experience I'm like group home in this motherfucker. I'm living proof of what I've accomplished. Because over the the, the two, the last, no, I'm gonna say the year, last year and a half, the regiment I have put in place for myself has gotten rid of my blood pressure medication, my cholesterol medication, my heart and kidney medication. And then I took it even further with my hydrogen peroxide therapy to reinforce my body, to get my body more oxygen so that disease can't live in my body. So don't get it twisted. (laughs) Gazelle ass motherfuckers. And you wanna be a gazelle, that's fine. But don't try to call me out on some shit. Because I'm living proof that you can heal yourself. No one is promised tomorrow. No one. I can kill over in any moment. But I am taking the initiative to take responsibility for myself. And if I do things right and continue to do the right things for myself, I give myself a better chance to live longer. But nobody wants to talk about the basic things we need to do. Just something as basic as giving yourself better nutrition. And and it kills me because when you try to have this conversation with people, all I hear is a bunch of fucking excuses of why they can't do something. But then they want to try to call me out on some shit. My discipline is very strong. Hey, I cheat once in a while. In life, in all things, (laughs) I'm human. But overall, I have a very strong discipline. The majority of my life and my days is giving myself a better, healthier lifestyle, giving myself a high level of nutrition first. I'm not conditioned to be fucking weak. Because we don't understand that the majority of shit that we are going through, when it comes to our ailments, from high blood pressure, heart disease, cholesterol, sugar, diabetes, cancer, is strictly based off of what we are eating. So my question to you, are you going to continue to make excuses and be a fucking gazelle? Or are you going to make the transition, put yourself on a mission to be a lioness or a lion? This is D Souls Productions, LLC. Legacy. Peace. get into some call-ins. And the first call-in that's up is from Maria Humphreys. Dear
1: souls, how are you? I have been away, as you know. And I just was listening to your station a little bit here, trying to get back in the groove of things again. And I just love your voice, by the way. It's amazing. But what you just said right there about Making the future better for our families and everything. It's just so right on. And one of the things that I was talking about with some friends while I was gone, actually, was the whole idea of practice makes progress. We're not practicing and practicing and doing anything in our lives to get to perfection. Progress is where it happens. And that progress, you just reminded me, goes from one generation to another. It's really amazing. Everything we do matters. It affects the future.
0: I'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Maria Humphreys. I truly appreciate you taking the time to call in. And you're correct. We must continue to make progress and stay consistent so that we can build for the future. And for all my kings and queens that come and call in to D-Souls Productions LLC, like Maria Humphreys, I have something special. This is for you. Maria Humphreys, you are queen. Up next, we have Tanika Drake.
2: Hey, Diesel's Productions, LLC Legacy. I know it's the last time that I said the title of your podcast. I left off the S. Awkward. But yes, thank you for clarifying with me. I do like talking about that. It's... um, it's just cuz something that people are going through right now and not just me but a lot of people and it's just it's just the culture of the day and something we got to get ourselves back together so anyway i would really really appreciate your insight you sound like you have so much to share so please do please do share even if you want to put some segments up and do some like voice messages to do it or if you want to do like a record we could do that too let me know how you feel about that and i will talk to you later take care and thank you bye-bye
0: Thank you, Tanika Drake. You are so appreciated. And yes, we must continue to talk more and bring it up in a conversation. Talking about the restructuring and the building of our families and our households. This is so important and vital for us to build for our future. And yes, I would love to do a record with friends or we do a segment discussing more about this topic. Thank you, Tanika Drake, for the call in. Tanika Drake, you are Queen. Okay, that wraps up this episode for D Souls Productions LLC Legacy. And I want to show great appreciation for everyone who has taken time to listen to my episode. And remember, don't be a gazelle, be a lion or a lioness. And I want to give a huge Thanks and a show of appreciation for Maria Humphreys and Tanika Drake. Also go to their episodes in our podcast here on anchorfm.com. They have great content that I think you will appreciate. Once again, much love. I want to thank you for coming on this journey with me with Souls Productions, LLC, Legacy. Continue to put your focus into making progress for the future and setting up a strong foundation, not only for yourself, but for your family And the generations coming up after you. Take care and be safe. Peace.